Welcome to the Right Place, Right Time podcast, brought to you by Place Specialists Thinking Place. I'm John Till, the founding director, and these podcasts allow us to shine a light on different aspects of place through the insight of place leaders, experts in their field. And one of the most important aspects of place is having passion for it. And so I'm particularly delighted that this podcast is going to focus on a very special person called Anne Wright, who is a successful businesswoman uh, within the food industry, who had an interest in fashion and read about an article about young ideas in Derbyshire life. And from that, a dream was born and Anne and her husband purchased young ideas. And since taking the helm, at Derbyshire Independent Young Ideas in 2008 and has grown the business from a single store to a multi-award winning luxury shopping destination with all sorts of different boutiques and an online store. Young Ideas Group continues to grow and now encompasses multiple brands and has also taken a lead role in championing Ashbourne. Her dedication, enthusiasm and commitment have resulted in Ashbourne being awarded £15 million of levelling up funding from government to transform the experience for residents and visitors to the town. Anne has been awarded the Draper's Community Champion Award in recognition of her work and certainly in the brief time that i've got to know and her energy her dynamism passion for ashbourne is is absolutely amazing and that's what we're going to hear about in the podcast today so Anne, you are very very welcome and as we always do we're going to kick off with where is your favorite place and why <laughs> Thank you, John. I think I think a glib answer to that is wherever the sun is shining. Um, <laughs> I'm certainly a sun lover, and uh, but uh, but no, seriously. Um, yeah, I had it. I saw the question in advance and, and had a good think actually. And my my roots. I'm a Yorkshire girl. Um, that's uh, where I originally hail from. And um, I recently took my mum, who still lives in the area, to Beverly in East Yorkshire, which is a beautiful town. Um, it's a really interesting place to visit. And uh, I suspect it's a beautiful place to live as well. It's, um, it's historic, it's pretty, there's character housing. It's got a fantastic town centre with appealing shops. Um, it's got you know the most amazing historic building in the in the Minster. Uh, it's a thriving market town, and uh, it's also got um, a lovely race course. Um, small um, but perfectly formed, and uh, it's um, you know it's a relatively small place, but it's big enough. You know, it's an affluent area, fortunately for it. It's, it's a great day out. It's a lovely place to go. And uh, I took my mum for her birthday and uh, she really enjoyed it. So, yeah, that's where I would choose. I think that's a good pick. I mean, I know Beverly um, a little bit and there are some fantastic um, restaurants and bars. Yeah, it's a, yeah. It's a really, really lovely experience. Yeah. No, no, great choice. And... Um, I mean, it's, it's interesting all of this because when when we look at places and, and funding pots, we obviously usually are talking about councils who are 
pursuing these things and, and not usually as much involvement from business. So I think it, it, it is amazing how you've managed to work with the council to achieve that amount of levelling up funding. It really is fantastic. I mean, I think a good place to start probably is, I mean, most people may not know about Ashbourne. So I think it'd be kind of really good to, if you could talk a little bit about the place and what it's got and, and maybe as well your business within it. Yeah, yeah, of course. Well, Ashbourne, it's a historic country town. Uh, it's located in North Derbyshire. It's uh, on the edge of the Peak District, so it's very easy access into beautiful countryside. And indeed, the Tissington Trail comes into the centre of town. But it's a great place to live, and it's got a strong community spirit. It's it's a very pretty town. It's got some really beautiful Georgian architecture, and that's mixed with a medieval history to the town. It's got a beautiful sort of north-south sort of infrastructure of, of medieval alleyways that uh, are still well used today, up and down. It's renowned for independent shops and it's very famous for the annual Shrovetide event, which has gone on in the town for hundreds of years. It has a lot of culture in the town generally. We have a fabulous arts festival that is run and organised by a very hardworking team of volunteers. We're very fortunate. We've got great education in the town, both the senior schools and primary schools and uh, and a good sports heritage as well. So it's got a you know huge amount going for it in the town. Unfortunately, the town has probably been impacted like many high streets with you know the economic situation um, in the UK. We've we've seen closures of banks. That has impacted the centre of the town. We've now, unfortunately, facing some some empty empty properties and so on. And we also have a particular problem with level of of particularly heavy goods traffic. We are close in, in the Peak District. Very important industry is is the quarry industry, aggregates and so on. And you know, there's a heavy traffic flow through the town that does unfortunately blight the town a little bit and that's part of what we've been wanting to address. So um, I hope that paints a picture in terms of my business. Um, our business is, is retail. We have, we're mostly about bricks and mortar, but we do have online as well, which is more of a 24-7 shop window. And our flagship stores, we have a total of six stores in total, in, in the area, but our flagship stores are in Ashbourne. Young Ideas has been established getting on for nearly 60 years. We do designer fashion for men and women. It's quite an iconic business. It's well known in the industry, a long-standing, you know, long-standing destination. And then a few years ago, we uh, launched a country cousin for Young Ideas, Henmores, um, which is embrace, embracing the outdoor lifestyle, you know, which is very much uh, a feature of, of our area. So um, that's that's our business. And uh, as I say, very much focused on, on the bricks and mortar. We're in locations which are destinations and, you know, where people want to go for a, a good experience and a, and a day out. Hmm. No, I can. I mean, you you do a very good job of describing Ashbourne, and certainly your business prominent within it. And and I must admit, I didn't know Ashbourne till we um, 
started to do some work with you and I think it's an absolutely amazing place uh, and I would thoroughly recommend it. I think the quality of experience is, uh, is fantastic as, as of course is your shop within it, the little <laughs> GM. But there we go. That's the selling bit done now. <laughs> so um, it's probably, as I intimated, quite unusual for somebody like yourself to get so heavily involved in the development and regeneration of a town. And, and obviously, it's also very time consuming. So I wondered what kind of has driven you to do this? I suppose when I when I think about this, there's there's one thing that sparks it. That, that there's lots of factors, obviously, in that. But going back a long time, it's actually social geography. Geography was my favourite subject at school. Yeah, mine as well. Yeah, and uh, I remember having had a really inspiring geography teacher, and I remember one of our field trips. We went to Leeds. And, you know, he was and he showed us how, you know, the development and the growth of the city and the different stages of that. And I found that fascinating. And I've always enjoyed that about, you know, places and where people live and why they live and how they change over time. So I guess that passion or that real connection to a subject is is coming out later in life. And that's that must be part of of what is of what is driving it. I guess I, I I'm just a driven person, and um, and I saw a great need in Ashbourne and felt that uh, just wanted to try and make a difference and and contribute to it. You know, Will's Ashbourne as as we've talked about has great assets. It also has some problems, which you know. I think could derail the town if we don't, you know, keep it on the on the right track. But it's it's where I live, it's where my business is, and you know, I I think people, you know, we we have to care about where we are and 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 contribute to it. You know, the decline of the high street has been something that is talked about is happening in a lot of places, you know. But I believe, you know, you. You try and make a difference, lots of people making a difference in a small way, you know, aggregate and build up to to making a, a big difference. And and also you can have great learnings in, you know, in small ways that then can, you know, pass on, you know, to to other people. It is time consuming, mm. but I guess you you make the time you you find the time if it if it's something that you're passionate about and you care about you you find the time don't you to to do it but yeah so that's it's interesting uh, because your your background going into that is similar to mine because my background was geography and history and i'm sure that's mm. got me involved in place and i usually get very embarrassed when i work in places and they say are you an economist no are you a planner no <laughs> I, i'm just a generalist that likes places yeah and wants, yeah. So wants to see them improve you know so there we go yeah so no, yeah. really interesting i mean you've talked about um you know, the, the needs in Ashbourne. And obviously you've got, well, 15 million sounds a lot of money, but we all know that it doesn't go as far as one would like. So what, what is the, what's the programme then for Ashbourne? What, what are these game changer interventions going to be on the back of this money? Well, the 15 million is, is roughly split between two, two key projects. 
The first one is actually a project that is being led and driven by the Methodist Church that uh, you know we built a good relationship with. And the Methodist Church is a pretty spooky, big, gothic, Victorian, very, very dated property that uh, isn't well connected uh, or whatever. And they... The, the Methodist Church team have uh, an amazing vision for that building, um, some very inspiring architectural design, and the the money from the um, from the Leveling Up Fund will transform a very old uh, building into a very modern, but retaining you know that respect of the heritage as well, but into a, a community hub. Mm. Um, and and that sort of space is much needed in Ashbourne. We're, we're quite limited in in the opportunity for you know quality space for you know different community organisations and and to be able to get together. So that's a key part of it. But the Methodist Church are very much running that. My primary interest is around the second half of the project, which is around the public realm and highways right. um, in in the town. So. I mentioned earlier we're really challenged by huge volume of traffic that comes through the town and it's quite uh, you know it's quite intimidating uh, actually mm. it thunders through you know the main artery through through the town and um, our challenge is to whilst there is you know a huge movement for a relief road we know that that is you know if that was to happen it, it's going to be you know many years in the future and um, we want to try the challenges to try and do something about that uh, feel look and feel in the town we want to create an environment that is more pedestrian friendly makes the pedestrian feel a priority and that involves wider footpaths narrowing the roadway slowing traffic down streetscaping Making use, I mentioned earlier, we've got lots of north-south alleyways yeah. that are natural routes through the town, and there are natural crossing points on the main artery. And without making those formal crossing points, you know, we we will be changing the surface of the road, uh, narrowing the, the the road even more, making it a more natural crossing point, and making it feel as if the the pedestrian has priority rather than than the um the traffic and we'll be creating places to dwell more planting a big part of it as well as those changes to the highways a big part of it also is we've got a very historic and beautiful marketplace which is an unusual shape it derives from you know Ashbourne being the center of of different routeways and uh, the marketplace at the moment is is just a big car park and the the leveling up fund will restore that space it will we will improve signage to other car parks in the town and make the marketplace more of a, a center for people to to come um with outdoor seating encourage cafes uh, around the edge planting uh, trees uh, and a place and a space for outdoor events whether we can get the funding from within the leveling up fund or whether we might have to look at it separately but looking at a, a canopy uh, a sort of way you can create oh, a temporary, yeah, yeah. yeah a temporary you know protected space for holding events and so on so they're the they're the main interventions and um, you know hope that they will be game changers i mean in the long term we hope ashbourne will have a um, 
you know, will have a relief road and in which case these changes will come even more into their own. But nevertheless, in the short term, I think they will still make a huge difference to the, the look and the feel of the town and, uh, and make it more, more attractive. Yeah, so I mean, it's all about experience, isn't it? I mean, and, and yeah. everything you describe fits with the sort of, you know, retailers and food and drink operators that are already there. I mean, you know, it's amplifying what they're already doing, but on the street yeah. um, and in the market square, as you say, no, it sounds um, really, really good. And I mean, interestingly, alongside the physical side of change you've you've also decided that Ashbourne needs a new story to tell inspired by the different stakeholders in the town I wonder why you thought that was important because most would be focused on we need to get the money to make all these physical changes particularly when someone's related to traffic so I wonder why the story bit sort of popped up as being important well it's really important because and a really important strand that we're also working on, as well as these physical change, the changes, is trying to shout about what the town has and yeah. and to and to tell a positive story. And we need a positive focus. Probably like a lot of places, it's maybe a you know a general thing that a lot of places do. We tend to do ourselves down and and have a, have a negative look. And we wanted a more positive outlook and a, a common story that we could unite behind in the town. So that's why it's important to have involved a wide cross section of different stakeholders so that everybody has had the chance to to contribute. But we want it to be the foundation for a you know the start point for a marketing strategy for the town. Right. Yep. Uh, yeah, and to build build confidence, build you know, and and change the mindset. And um, I mean, ultimately, like all places, we want to, you know, we want it. We want Ashbourne to be a great place for people to live. You know, we want to encourage visitors. We want to encourage inward investment. And we believe that by having that narrative, the story, it gives us a real focus for for building towards that. Mm. Well, yeah, I mean, it, and it's interesting because uh, Ashbourne's one of those places, and we see a few where where the reality is way better than the image. You know, I mean, when you, I mean, when we walked, got there the first time, it was like a really pleasant surprise. But I think a lot of people, you know, overlook it as a place, um, and it doesn't need a lot. You know, a lot of it doesn't need fixing. A lot of it's great, but but as you say. People need to know, you know, that, yeah. and yeah. you need you need as many as possible telling and selling that story. And if you can get the stakeholders doing that, then that's um, that's brilliant. I mean, it's it's interesting as well that in terms of you deciding to go down that route, and obviously we would would echo that it's important. But but you've funded this activity not particularly just through. You know, council support totally, but but from a lot of private sector support as well, which is a very unusual thing to see. I mean, how how on earth have you managed to get businesses to part with money, particularly as you describe it, is economically challenging at the moment. So I would think that's quite a feat. Yeah, I, well, I guess we've we've had a town team in Ashbourne since 2019, and in that period, you know, we've we've built I'd like to think some solid relationships and we've you know we've we've achieved some success already so people can see that and we've presented the business case 
and local businesses I think have seen that you know the value in, in that but it, I think a, a key thing is is good communication and building those relationships uh, I think those those small businesses they are struggling in, in the town like like a lot of places are but they get it they see the benefit that this investment could bring and I think we've been able to communicate that to them and I have to give credit to you know a great member of the team you know Chloe in you know who's a local trader herself and and she gets gets out there feet on the ground she has fantastic relationships with people and she spreads the word and uh, you know inspires them and motivates them so so yeah it was very important we we managed to secure some funding from other bodies but it was it was very important to be able to show that that there was business support um, for it as well and ultimately people putting you know hard-earned money that isn't easily available really demonstrated that that support so that's yeah that's no it's, i mean it's amazing having met some of the people their enthusiasm uh, is fantastic and, I, and and also i think because they're doing that it puts an even bigger sense of responsibility onto us to do a good job because you know that people are bent over backwards locally to try and make yeah. it happen and you know i mean i think the other bit as well though is that is and and you wouldn't say this but i will is that <laughs> is that these things need leadership you know and at the end of the day people probably are only doing this because they've also got a great belief in you and the leadership you're giving the place you know and i think that that's massively important and and, and that usually makes the difference that we see in, in places so i think that's um is brilliant and i mean and and you've painted a very exciting picture here i suppose of what could happen and and you've got the combination of of physical transformation you've got stakeholders engaged you're creating this forward-looking story for the place i mean yeah as you look ahead and you must do this can you kind of paint a picture of ashbourne in sort of five to ten years and what it may look and feel like and how it behaves yeah i guess i suppose you know where we started with that reflecting on beverly i I, you know that's part of what i'd aspire to be i want it to be a thriving place a destination where people want to come and visit they want to come and explore a place where people want to live and you know i want it to be bustling with people you know, because the success of the businesses is all about footfall. I want people to want to spend time in Ashbourne and so that the businesses here can feel more secure and that we're attracting new businesses. I'd like there to be no empty shops. Um, I'd like there to be a diverse range of, you know, of different shops and services, you know, the culture to be thriving, the marketplace to be utilised and, um, you know, regular events. And I'd like, you know, people to finally switch their mindset and feel very positive, have a positive outlook and uh, not do ourselves down. And and most of all, a a place that people feel proud of. And, you know, I think if you can generate that energy, uh, it becomes infectious, doesn't it? And uh, you just got to get to a tipping point. I'm hoping that the investment that we're making, you know, 
both in the physical change and also the the marketing approach that we can um, make that tipping point and, and make a difference and lead to that you know that vision of what the future looks like well your, your energy is infectious and it's interesting everybody talks about you know what towns should be doing and etc and i just think ashbourne is a is an absolute exemplar of a place that's trying to do it itself is not just relying on others to do um, the helping and i think you know that it deserves every success and certainly i would urge people if they're anywhere near to go because it is fantastic and it's set in a in an absolutely wonderful um environment but and that was that has just rushed by that conversation as i knew it would and it's great to hear as i say from a, a real a real local place champion you know i think and uh, i hope people when they listen to the podcast will pick up some of that passion and enthusiasm and translate it into their their place so thanks so much for all the insight really enjoyed the conversation and i wish you all the very best. Thank you, John. Thank you.